Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With a combined 50 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So, pop in your AirPods and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. Yeah. So, so... Oh, normally I'm here. I'm not a drinker while we're while we're here on the podcast, but tonight just seemed like a good topic. So so here I am. Cheers. It's uh it's appropriate. Uh, what are you drinking? There? What is that? Uh, well, this is something that I think I think our listeners should really get to know. It's a Goose Island IPA. Um, okay. People that are relatively new to Korea or people who are traveling really need to understand just how how tough it was for us 15 years ago when we came here. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've got this, I've got this really good American IPA and I get four of them for 10 bucks in any convenience store yeah. around the neighborhood. Yeah. And I remember when I first came here, I mean, we had like Cass and Height and all the like Ugh. really shit Korean beers. Yeah. And I remember one time I, I finally found some proper good American import bottles, like a six pack at some Mart in, in the Itaewon area. And it was like 35, $40 for the six yeah. pack. Yeah. Um, and I bought it. <laughs> oh, you did. You broke down. Okay. I, I just, I really wanted like a proper beer and, yeah. and yeah, for a really long time drinking in Korea, like drinking, well, I mean, drinking is, is very easy to do here, but, but drinking beer with flavor was very difficult. And, and now it's amazing. There's, there's so many options everywhere. It's turned a corner. I got, I got spoiled in, uh, in Thailand because they, mm. uh, they drink just basically you get what Cass and OB are, were here, um, is, right. is what Heineken and Carlsberg was, in, uh, uh nice. they were in Thailand. So it's basically, so I would, I'd started off as a Heineken person and I was like, oh, I'll drink Heineken. This is great. And then I'd switched over to Carlsberg and I liked it a lot more. I thought, oh, this is even better <laughs> nice. than Heineken. And uh, I, those are uh, Netherlands. Are they Dutch beers? I think Heineken um, is Dutch, right? Uh, Heineken definitely is Dutch. I've been to the brewery when I lived in, in the Netherlands, actually. Uh, it's a cool I bet tour. you went there before and you went to the Anne Frank Museum, right? I did. Both you never went to the Anne Frank Museum. I, I, I did do both. I did do okay, both. Okay, okay. Um, Carlsberg, yeah. though, is from... Is it Denmark? I it's Denmark, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think. Ryan would know. Um, it's too bad he's not here. He's, he's quite good at... Uh, he just knows a lot about beer. He doesn't drink a ton either, but he just, he knows a lot about it. He's very knowledgeable about this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's so much easier to, to drink proper good beer here in Korea. Yeah. Well, that's the, I mean, going back to what you're talking about though. So for our listeners out there that uh, right. want to, you know, blast, uh, blast from the past, when I came here in 2002, you basically had three, three choices of, of beer. It was like, I mean, you could go to, you could go to a, a, a bar in Itaewon and you could buy a proper, like you said, like a proper uh, import. Um, but you're going to pay, you know, I was a Agron teacher, right? So I'm just like, okay, what's the cheapest beer that you can, that we can drink. <laughs> and so you could get a pint of uh, Cass or it was Cass. There yeah. was OB lager and there was height. Height is yep. shite. I yep. remember that uh, expression that the people told oh. me. I don't know if it Cass was actually any worse than any of the other ones, but I just had the that like canard stuck in my head from the first time. It's like, don't drink height. Height is shite. So, 
uh, we I switched. I, was, over I, pr- to... I preferred Heights to Cass. Cass was my least favorite. Cass is of, awful. Of it's like a sick, sickly sweet uh, taste to it. Yeah, it was. Well, I didn't like I, it. I love whenever I tell Korean people that I my Korean friends, it's like, oh man, Cass is just terrible. They're like, oh, it's really good with with Somek. And and for our listeners, Somek is soju and and makeju is is beer. Um, it's so it's a you take a, a shot of soju or more depending on how how much you're feeling like getting drunk tonight and you mix soju which is like a uh, their grain liquor here like rice liquor mix that in with the beer and it sounds terrible of course but that's what that's what the, my korean friends tell me that cast is good for and i'm like that's not that doesn't really say much for cast in itself like if it's good know, it's not exactly soju, a then... ringing endorsement for uh, right it doesn't make me want to drink it exactly. i mean he's describing a boiler maker but uh, this is this is like a much cheaper version of the boiler maker right a boiler yeah, maker is but... like we drop some rye into a a, a, bo- a glass of beer and then you drink the right. whole thing in in a shot or whatever. yeah but this is soju and and beer and yeah it's it's not good for much other than getting you drunk and but they're they're popular with college students with with young kids and maybe even older well, people as well but definitely with like, young kids. i mean that that's another uh you know th- that those are the two things that you're going to uh drink if you if you if you want to really have the korean experience right away i mean there are lots of other liqueurs and stuff but beer and soju is where is where basically every street every corner there's what they call a, a hof uh which is a german word <laughs> which is, right? It, right i was yeah, yeah. exactly it's, it's interesting how there's some korean some konglish that's not konglish it's K- korean german i don't know how you would do that but yeah it comes from yeah. from germany yeah yeah um and uh th- they're like a little little it's a little beer house they're like a little right. little place yep. and a lot of those have like you know you can get chicken and uh so fried chicken and beer and then if you're really you know, if you want to howl at the moon, then you switch to, you do some soju. And you switch uh, to the Jew. Yeah. Yeah. And soju is like, I mean, it's like in a, in the grocery store, it's like a dollar fifty for a bottle. And, yeah. you know, I would say it was described like this to me once, like uh, most people, you know, if you drink like a bottle, you're feeling pretty good um, mm. Two, And you're drunk, but you're still, you're, you're coping, but three bottles yeah, generally. For most people, three bottles, you're you turn into a dog is what they say. You're walking yeah. around on four legs, basically, at that point. Pretty much. Um, and just so yeah. people listening, if you're not here, a bottle of soju, by the way, is not very big. It's not like a bottle of like whiskey or something back home. They're what, three, 300 milliliters, 370 something right. milliliters. So something like that. And and soju, what's the average alcohol content is between 15, 16, 17 percent, something, something like that. So it's a liquor. It's definitely stronger than than beer. It's strong. It's a. It's like a really strong wine, in terms of alcohol content. Mm-hmm. Um, now, actually, so. uh, I, I don't think it's rice based though. I think um, no. it's actually Wait. tapioca, or uh, Wait, what? It's uh, the tapioca, really. Root. Yeah, or no uh, potato. I think it's uh, maybe sweet potato. I think um, huh. we can actually we can Google that really quickly. But uh, yeah, uh, soju is uh, uh but uh, but yeah, the soju thing is, is something that yeah. while you're while you're googling that soju yeah. is something that for me i remember when i first came here i definitely drank quite a bit of it because you know i was young it's cheap and it, it's you know it's what you drink when you go out i don't 
I didn't really enjoy the flavor of it very much. Like beer, I like, you know, like I like, mm-hmm. I like, I enjoy drinking wine. I enjoy drinking beer. It tastes good. I can just sip on it on like, you know, a, a, a summer night. Soju, I didn't really enjoy the flavor of. I have gotten to the point now, I still don't really enjoy it. It's not something like I just, I'm craving some soju tonight. But I will admit that I, I think it does go well with some, like with samgyeopsal, right? With the meats and things like that, because it yes. kind of cuts through that greasy flavor. Yeah, you got the like really grease flavor thing, like like a, a sip of soju, a shot of soju. It it cuts that, and so I think it works well with some Korean meals. It's not something that like I would never drink solo soju by itself. I'm not just gonna go and sit at home and like have a glass of soju. Well, but... I think this is where I think a lot of like maybe we can just do like a cautionary tale here. Like, let me be a cautionary tale to uh, new arrivals. Like, if you're going to come here and work at a hagwon or whatever, you you look at the price. And you're like, it gets the job done. You know, it'll take you to very you much know, Mars or whatever, Pluto. Um, but the but it's a really it's pretty harsh. And uh, yeah. oh, sorry here. Yeah. So uh, it used to be made out of rice. Uh, but okay. uh, up until the Korean War, when that was uh, rice was uh, hard to come by. Now they use it's made from wheat, sweet potatoes and tapioca. Um Huh. Uh, but I think they use some alternative starches as well. And I think that the, the I'm sure whatever's cheap, what you buy right now is probably whatever's it's, it's probably a, a kind of a concoction of, of some chemicals and stuff. To I'm sure expedite I'm sure. the process a little bit. Um, but anyway, uh, so I remember, you know, when I came here, I was like, Oh, uh, my favorite drink was the diet Coke with uh, soju on ice. Diet Coke with soju. I don't think yeah. I ever did that. You know, one, just mixing okay. it. I was just like, this is like a liqueur. It's like it's like vodka, treating it like a vodka. Sure. Vodka kind of goes yeah, with like soju does. I think that is a good way to compare it. It really is, it tastes like like a, a kind of a shitty vodka. Like it's yeah. not quite as strong as like a vodka, but it's got that same kind of ethanol like taste to it. Yes. So. Yeah. It does have a kind of chem- it's it's not uh it's not it, it, it doesn't taste great um no. but if you're eating it with i don't know what what it is about eating it with meat or whatever but there is something right. that is so it does go so well together with like uh galbi or samgyeopsal so like the right. pork belly or um just uh marinated pork, pork ribs or whatever ribs. marinated ribs yeah. yeah um and you're you're grilling the food I, I, you, the thing is that about drinking culture in korea that i'm i'm not sure if it's my own subjective experience is what informs me or if it is objectively good together or if i just have good memories of consuming it together i what what do you think you know are you are we just you know i I do think that there is a little bit of that reminiscing like you know when when we first came here and you'd go out and you had all these fun nights with friends with with meat and soju but i really do because like i said at this point in my life i'm older like we're all older i don't i don't go out and and put it back nearly as hard as i used to um like it's not even comparable to how much less yeah, I drink gotta, now. Yeah, um, yeah I, I still a little bit off topic, but I don't understand how some Korean like businessmen drink as much as they do. Like I just can't, I can't handle it anymore. Hangovers after thirty, man, I can't even. I don't even want to think about it. But I do think like sometimes I'll still go out with one of my buddies and we'll go and have meat and we'll order some soju while we're there. And I, I do think that it, it works well. I think beer works just as well. And I think you can choose whichever one you want. I'm not saying that soju is better than any, but I, I do think that like a, a shot of soju after like a bite of like that kind of greasy, like, you know, fried or not fried, but barbecued meat. I do think it works well. I think it's, it's an okay mix. It's yeah. not something you see in a Michelin restaurant, but I do think it works. 
I, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And I, I think everybody that comes here is going to have that experience at some point. They're going to, you know, you're going to oh, certainly, you know, and if you don't, you, you're missing something in Korea. Like it's, it's yeah, you, know, it's, you need to go is, out and eat galbi or samgyeopsal and drink soju. You have to have that experience you, you and you got to sit on the floor. Yeah. Don't sit in the table. <laughs> don't sit in the chair. Yeah. Don't pull your foreigner card and uh, you know, oh, let's grab a table, sit on the floor properly and experience it the way it was, uh, you know, meant to, to be experienced. And uh, I'm a tall guy. I'm six seven, and I have to sit on the floor. So uh, if I have to sit on the floor, everybody else should too. <laughs> if right? you can do it, if I can no do it, anybody any excuses. Can, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, what? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like, uh, you know, what? What's the? How many bottles? What's the most that you've ever uh, drunk of uh, soju? Too much. Too much. Like, have you ever? <laughs> you ever done four? You ever made it to like four bottles? between three and four and it was regrettable yeah. it was very regrettable don't don't make that mistake don't <laughs> don't make my mistake it happened once and yeah never never again yeah um, just as like a warning but, like for for those out there like i would say the the road between three and four is a lot bumpier than the road between two and three and one and two you know um yeah most people could i most like regular you know normal drinkers can handle like two bottles you feel pretty, pretty so do you also creeps up on you it, yeah. it does like you're sitting at the table and you're like drinking a couple of shots and then you're like i'm fine i'm, I'm and then you stand up to go to the bathroom you're like oh shit like, <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm wrecked right now. It, 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 it it does really keep up on you yeah and yeah so how about i mean korean drinking culture along with like there's so there's different alcohols here that's one thing that's really weird like mm. people often they ask you how much can you drink and they're talking about you know like how much soju can you drink because that's just so regular here but like just the way that korean drinking works is very very different than it is in the states right yeah. well i, I like, would yeah sorry no, go ahead go ahead no, no, no. I, I, no. I, I was just gonna say um i think that we in this in the states we have a kind of uh it's it's so strange because there's kind of a taboo around alcohol and now i'm not saying that americans drink less than koreans or i think they do drink less than koreans but um but the thing is i think that our you know the the, the founding of our country on this has this like this there's a taboo kind of attached to getting drunk it's like not 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 just drinking but like i, I don't know like but this could be my own experience of growing up in the midwest maybe you never had that uh uh experience but i i know that our uh my state and when i was uh lived in when i lived in minnesota you could not buy alcohol on a sunday i mean uh, what I is that i mean that's like how arbitrary and stupid is that you know because why yeah. because i'm supposed to be in church like what are you talking about like why would that have arizona didn't have anything like that i do remember that the the, the last time the end time for buying alcohol when i it, it it's 2 a.m now mm -hmm. um but when i first turned 21 it was 1 a.m uh yeah right so that was the end of drinking that was one of the first things that really surprised me when i when i came to korea was there is no end to the drinking time in korea like there isn't you can drink all night long and if you get into the next day then you know, people are going to look down on you of course but you can you know like it's going to hongdae going to itaewon and taking the first subway home because the subway is closed in the middle of the night for, for people who don't know and you know staying out until the first subway opens at, at 5 45 or whenever that is is yeah. is not an uncommon thing for for young people to be doing in, right. in those areas of town yeah, especially if you're enjoying yourself and you see that, you know, that like, OK, if I don't leave now, I'm I'm drinking for the next six hours, the next six or seven <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah be... there, 
prepared to you there know. is that yeah or then once you realize as well that taxis just aren't that expensive and, and you can take a cab at 2 a.m and it's not going to break yeah. your bank i made that well, mistake even but, if um, it does you're just like it, you drink yourself to the point where you don't care like the only thing you want yeah. is your bed and like anything that will get me there uh is fine like i'll i'll pay whatever it costs just i want to go home um yeah and yeah, that's it's not, the beauty it's of taxis i guess yeah but so then, so drinking, I never noticed that it was taboo or in any way frowned upon in Arizona. Like I, I didn't, I never felt that when I was growing up or when I was in university or anything. But I think what's interesting, I think one of the biggest, most interesting differences about drinking culture in, in Korea versus in the States is when I would go, well, okay. So two things about drinking in, in the States. When I was a university student, and what about you? Like, where did you often drink when you were in university? Did you drink at home or a friend's house or did you go out to the bars? um yeah we always went out like i never did you never okay. yeah 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 i always went out you didn't do the house uh, parties too often then. no 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 not ah. my school is small and i lived at home so it was oh uh, okay you we were with the parents really different uh fair enough I, my, yeah my experience my college experience was lame it was terrible yeah. okay so i mean i well one of course for most americans you know you don't drink until you're 21 well you can't legally drink until you're 21 which is, you know, your third year of university, whereas in Korea, you can drink in your first year of university. And so for my first couple of years of, of uni, I was drinking at home because my friends would go and buy the alcohol and we would, you know, bring it back to our apartment. I had an apartment with friends and, and we would just do small house parties very often. Um, and that is something that I really missed when I came to Korea, like drinking in people's homes, mm. like isn't a thing here really i mean no. sometimes for some parties right you know if there's like a birthday party or something maybe but just being like hey it's saturday night you want to come over to my place and like have a few beers and, and watch a movie or play some video games like that's not really a thing yeah yeah no right? i i know so, exactly what you're talking about and uh i i miss that too and so i think a lot of people will recreate that over here i mean if you like mm, when you're when you're in the foreigner groups in a sure. or something when you're you know and you're in your 20s in korea you'll it's just like there's there it's just so ubiquitous like there's so alcohol is every corner you can get it you know you can go to the the local uh convenience store and you can buy hard liquor you can buy soju you can buy beer you can bring it back to your apartment other teacher friends will come over i mean we did a lot of that sort of stuff but i never it, and and korean people like if we had friends that were but it's it's kind of it's got to be like foreigner adjacent for them so there might be teachers at the hagwon and then they'll come to the party and enjoy it but they would never have that experience themselves They'll yeah my first time one only had it was only me and one other foreigner and so our groups were all koreans and so we oh. never we didn't do that right we didn't have the like foreign group really that we would hang out with right um and so so really like koreans go out and drink 99 percent of the time mm -hmm. you're going out and then um going out in in the States versus going out here in Korea, I think is really different as well, because when I would go out to the bars once I was 21 and once once we would go out to drink when I was in uni, um, I remember, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is I, like, I'm a very social drinker. I like, I talk to everybody in the bar, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, you when, also when you're in the States, you go up, you go up to the bar to buy your drink. And mm -hmm. while you're sitting there trying to flag down the bartender, you know, there's someone sitting next to you who's also trying to flag down the bartender and you just start bullshitting with them. It's like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, and every time I would go out to the bars, every time I would end up leaving with a new friend. You know, you'd, you'd meet new people and you just always like you just right. be social. 
And in Korea, it's much more, you, you go out to the bars or you go out at least, and it's not necessarily a bar, sometimes it's just a restaurant, but you're with your group the whole the time. The same people that you walked in with are the same people you're leaving with. And you never yeah, really talk to anybody outside of that circle. You don't. And, no. and not that this is necessarily a bad thing, but coming from the States where I would, you know, try and meet as many people as possible inadvertently, um, you know, go out for a smoke break and you're talking to people, whatever, you're just talking to people. Um, and then coming to Korea and, and you start off with, with round one, Ucha, and that's usually at dinner, right? And you have like a couple of drinks with dinner and then you go out to round two, Ucha. And that's going to like more of a Hoff place where maybe you'll have a snack as well. We can talk about Anju in a minute. Yeah. Um, and, but you go with your group and you go to the next round with your group and you go to the next round and, and whichever, however many places you go in that night, you're with your group and you sit down at a table with your group and you order at the table with your group. You're not going up to the bar. Yeah. And so, yeah, you, you, there is no outside socialization really which no. again isn't it would be a bad it would thing, be awkward it would be breaking social convention to break away from your group and go and start talking with other other tables i mean right. basically and when you're talking about this you're talking about sitting at a table you're not talking about exactly standing, you know in a college bar right in, there's uh, no standing on, bar uh the you know arizona campus i bet you're yeah there's no you're never sitting down unless you went there at like one o'clock after class and just <laughs> you know if you got the table um yeah, yeah if you roll the bar early enough that, to get yeah. one of the like three tables in the bar right no you're yeah. very right like most of the most of the, the the room was standing room or there's a lot of standing tables i love standing tables in bars i know and so, I yeah, love the, that too yeah the the feel is very different you're right you're sitting at a table in korea and so yeah going up and going to another table and sitting down you're not just bullshitting with one random person who's standing next to you you're suddenly joining another group which is very weird and yeah in korea and there's like there's sometimes glass partition i mean oh, they yeah. really try to make that like give you your own private space like they really yeah it really does cater to the group like you that that's why you know when when i was here the very first my first tour of korea <laughs> when i was uh, my, <laughs> right my first job um I, I i i went out alone because i mm. i was so bored at home you know right right like what am i what am I going to do? Like, I, I need to go out and, and, and try to meet people, but it was really hard because you gotta, yeah. you gotta know the yeah. places to go. You gotta, you know, and it's, it's so awkward and so weird to drink by yourself. Yeah. Ite one can work strange. for that, but, but pretty much nowhere else would, maybe mm -hmm. there's some places in Hongdae, but, but otherwise, yeah, you're not, yeah. Going out and drinking and trying to like meet people and be social is just a weird thing to do. Like it's not, yeah. not what happens i do i do think that i i hit uh i got here at a, a really interesting time in uh the history of like hongdae and shinchon because i lived in oh sure uh, i lived in shinchon in 2002 oh wow okay this is like cool. i arrived right before world cup so like right, right. World cup, this is this is 19 years ago but this is you know world cup is going crazy there's people from all different countries over here just it was so interesting <laughs> nice, okay You'd run into like mm. a spanish person and a person oh, from ivory coast that would have been and, rad. oh it was it was it was amazing you know um and uh and uh, and then to be in in uh near yonsei university that little drinking area is called uh yeah. the little downtown area is called shinchon i think is that right yeah yeah next to hongdae it's, it's next other... to hongdae right and hongdae is right. everybody knows what hongdae is now um but at that time hongdae was a little bit 
uh, was not as developed. And, you know, it, it, now it's mm. got like cobblestone, you know, roads and it's, uh, you I know, haven't been there in, in so many years, and, but it's very, I spent a lot of time there my first year. Gentrified, I guess, is the word for it. You I'm, know, what they did to Itaewon, yeah. they did to Hongdae first. Um, and yeah. uh, maybe I haven't been to Shincheon in a long time. But uh, there was a bar that uh, the the guys at the school that we were replacing uh, took us, and uh, it was uh, and I, if anybody remembers this bar, it was called Bar Thirty Three, and it was downstairs, and it was all wood, and people had like carved their names and or just they had uh, written their names on the on the wood, so the whole place is just graffitied, and they would play. Right, okay, I you know they'll play Radiohead and they'll play. Uh, you know, Velvet Underground, they'll play like they'll play oh, uh, nice. Smiths or whatever you want to hear. They have a huge collection of that kind of music, just really cool, you know, indie nice. classic, uh, whatever uh, rock and roll you're into. And uh, and there were even dance there. And it was very much set up in that way, like a Western bar was where you would just, you know, you, you, you could grab a table. But by the end of the night, it's so packed and you're just standing. Uh, yeah. You know, very American style or Western style. Yeah, very Western style. So I, you know, had some great uh, times at that uh, bar. Um, they even it was so uh, it was so kind of undeveloped at that time. That not not the country, but the uh, the area was right, right. was kind of uh, in transition. I think so. The building was so old. When you went to the the restroom in the uh, bar thirty three, didn't even have a roof. You just basically like. <laughs> It's just you looking up at the sky and you see the stars and the the moon and and it's just like I don't know. If Sounds fun and like plumbing. unless it's like, raining. It was it was very uh, bizarre, but kind of uh, it was a dive bar, you know. And that's yeah. The, and and if you find like, a place like that, that's yeah. that, that's where you can like you know meet people and do that. But nine out of ten, more much more ninety nine out of a hundred places, it's it's going to be like you were saying. It's it's you go in, you're with your friends and. And yeah. through the whole night, through round two, round three, all, all constantly with your friends. One thing that I think is fun as well about because of the fact that you're with your friends, I think it changes the the style of drinking, right? You're not going out to to meet people and to be social. You're just hanging out with your friends. And the, the one the one thing that I found was really different but really fun is uh, because when I first came here, I was pretty young and I started working at a university and I was still quite young at the time. So I would often go out with students and of course yeah. going out in Hongdae as well. And, and going out with, with different students from the university, I learned like how the young people drink and, and young people have drinking games, right? Mm-hmm. And, and drinking games in America, and I mean, I, I played drinking games when I was in university, they're great. Um, but drinking games in, in America versus drinking games here in Korea are very different. Oh uh-huh. God, I mean, American, we have, what do we have, two quarters and like, uh, you know, the Century Club. Uh, That's the only two well, I can think of, you know? Oh, I, I mean, I had, we had quite a few more, um, okay. but I think the big difference between like, so a lot of the drinking games that I would play when I was in the States, well, I mean, one of the most famous drinking games in the States is beer pong, right? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, that's yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't forget beer pong, but what do you need to play beer pong? We need a fucking ping pong table, right? <laughs> You're not going to get this at a bar. Um, other, other bars, like um, a lot of the games that I would play with my friends as well were card games. Card games are really common. Like we, there, I had a, a number of different card drinking games you know all kinds yeah, of yeah sure okay like playing uh, playing like asshole and stuff like that and, right you know making um, people drink and, yeah 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 and there's tons of those type of games and they're really yeah. fun but those types of games again they require one a, a, a bit of quiet i mean you could have music in the room but you're all talking to each other and things like that 
And two, they require a deck of cards, which granted isn't difficult to have a deck of cards, but that's something that every house has. Yeah. Whereas in Korea, and I think this is the reason for it, is when you go out to the bars and you're at your, you know, you finish dinner and you go to the next place where it's more of a bar setting and you're with your friends here, no one brought a deck of cards. No right. one has a damn ping pong table, right? No, no one has these these <laughs> things that, that everyone has when you're at home drinking. They're like university and, student artifacts, you know? Like you just, right. everybody pulls them out, you know? Yeah. And so the, the drinking games here in Korea are much... And we, I, I remember I did play some of these type of things in the States, but much less common where they're games that you can play with nothing. Yeah, right? yeah. You just have you and your friends. Maybe some of them require like maybe a spoon or some chopsticks, but of course you're going to have that at any restaurant that yeah. you're at. But, but most games require nothing. It's just you and some friends and maybe knowing how to sing a song or something. But the thing that surprised me about them is they're so creative. They're really, really they are. elaborate. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're not really easy. Are. Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, I had a student who, well, maybe we can explain to, to them what MT membership training <laughs> I means. mean, um, like, let's... Yeah, so MT and, and OT. I don't know if that sidetracks is from like what we were talking about. It does, about. but that's fine. It, okay. This is a, a drinking episode. I think if we don't go off on parentheticals, we're not following the spirit of drinking. <laughs> right, um, so we can come back to drinking. But I mean, MT and OT are where students play a lot of drinking games. And right. So that this makes is sense what I was, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's where um, university students will go away for the weekend and they call it well, membership what, training. What is MT? Oh. Yeah, that's, that's the important thing. What does it mean, Jack? MC? membership training not military training yeah <laughs> yeah membership. membership training yeah and i remember the first time i heard a student they were like oh we're going to mt tonight or this weekend and i was like mt i was like okay what is that they're like membership training i was like and, and ot by the way is orientation training they're pretty oh, okay. much the same thing well i thought it was super um, official i thought it was like a real organized thing like like wow well, I, I was like so i was official. like wow that's yeah, yeah that sounds great cool membership training i never had a membership training when i was a student that's great and i was like what do you do what is membership training they're like we drink i was like and, and? Like, no <laughs> yeah. no that's that that's pretty much and we drink some more yeah yeah um, and and, uh, and basically like you play these games and if you lose the game you drink more yeah and it and their their games are you know something simple like where you uh clap for the number three or something like that like yeah uh, yeah samyuku three six yes, nine so every six, nine. every number right and so yeah this is a good example there's a couple we can go ahead and give a couple of examples of whichever yeah. ones remember but that's a that's a good one it's a pretty easy one so right you go around the circle you go around the group of, of everyone that's there and just everyone says one number right one two three four five six seven you just keep counting up but every time there's a number with a three in it you clap so one two clap three four uh, not three four, one two clap <laughs> four five clap uh seven eight yeah. clap and then it goes up and then 13 and you clap at that and 16 um so every multiple not multiple of three <laughs> but every number with a a three six or nine and then drinking drink so a couple of bottles of soju and do that you know like uh, yeah and and usually of course when you're the person who fails that the number you you drink yeah um and that's a, that's a great game it's just like and this is where a lot of the games i know a lot of students there's so many of these and they're such short games like you play one entire round in 30 seconds Yep. And so a lot of students, they when I would go out with them, they everyone knows all of these games or many of them. And so when you play one of these games, it's like it goes around and you lose. You, you say the wrong number, or you clap at the wrong time or something like that. And it's like, OK, you take a quick shot of soju. And remember, a quick shot of soju isn't like taking a shot of whiskey. It's not like pounding a beer. No, like no. You know, it's, it's, it's like just, a schnapps, it's just, I would say, like like kind right. of like a, a weaker schnapps. Yeah. And so it is a punishment, but it's not it's not like crazy. So when I say take a shot, but then usually that person says they get to choose what the next game is. 
And so they're just bouncing between games all night. Mm-hmm. And they're just game, 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 game. And so there's that one. What are some others? I should have prepared a list. I actually, I used to have an app on my phone. I tried to find it, but maybe it doesn't exist on iPhone. Um, I, I got it from a guy on Reddit years ago. It was called Drink Korea. You should check. I think you're still an oh. iPhone user. And, and he was giving away free, uh, it's like a dollar app or something like that, but he was giving away free codes for it back in the day. So I got one and it, it's funny because it was an app that had like 50 different drinking games in it. Wow. And it had all of the rules for all of them. It even had like the songs that you would play for it because like, so that game that we just said, like three, six, nine, that, that has a song that you start with. It's like, Sam Yuku, Sam Yuku, Sam Yuku, Sam Yuku. Like, and there's a song for it that all the students clap and everyone knows. Everybody knows it already. They learn, everybody they knows learn this stuff. They learned it in high school. It's just like part well, of the culture. Like- well, what's the thing is a lot of these games. So like, like Sam Yuku, three, six, nine, that game and a lot of other drinking games a lot of these other games i actually was really surprised last year i was teaching a summer class at a hagwon right and i was teaching elementary school kids yeah. and uh i was trying to do warm-up games with them and i was like you know what i'm gonna I'm, like i know this seems weird but i'm gonna play drinking games with these kids no drinking of course but it's they're they're simple quick games totally. that yeah. i that i can play with the kids well just the loser just you know like whatever happens they get to choose the next game it's just fun yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this is just something fun. It's just like a warm up to get us speaking English. And I was like, okay, we're going to play three, six, nine. And they're like, oh, I know that game. I was like, wait, what? And then I, I introduced another one. I'm like, oh, I know that one too. I know that one too. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're from an games. alcoholic home. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of these games that are just. They're kids games. Like culture. They're kids yeah. games. Yeah. And, and they just get turned into drinking games when the kids get into university. And remember, um, like they were, they were basically imprisoned for six years or whatever of high school and middle school, right? You're just stuck <laughs> in this classroom. They had to invent games to entertain themselves while they're supposed right. to be studying. You know, it's like because th- this, this is you know, the culture is changing, and and this, uh, you know, this idea of like waking up at six in the morning and going at home at twelve o'clock at night or one o'clock in the morning is is not as extreme as it used to be but 20 years ago yeah, and that's an episode for later by the way that's yeah we'll talk about we'll later all this but there i bet these a lot of these games stem from that the camaraderie of being stuck in a study situation where you're just like okay we don't yeah, we yeah. don't have anything we have our hands we have our voices let's make a game and they just these cultural things that come out of that um it's yeah, it's, it's, it would it's so definitely creative. make sense yeah I don't think we have yeah, those so, in America because I think I don't think we we ever we felt as restrained or restricted as as they do here. So we, our games didn't have to be as elaborate. We had much more freedom. So the idea of like you know uh, just getting drunk and and uh, playing cards was enough to right. you know kind of scratch that itch or whatever. But uh, yeah, sorry, so I continue. Yeah. No, no, that's yeah. I mean, you might be right that that's where it comes from, but definitely these are kids games and that's where they know a lot of them and there's there's so many just unique fun little things that all of the everybody knows and again each game is 30 seconds to a minute long and you switch to another and you switch to another and you switch back to the first one and you switch to another and you just keep going around yeah and they're fun like i really had a great time playing all these games and i i, I lost at many of them many times because i just didn't know the rules and these are kids that are oh playing these games like the hardest one yeah. for me there's one maybe you know where you, you clap the table you like clap 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 and then you point to the right and left so you like hit the table clap your hands point to the right point to the left and you count it off so it's like a it's a four beat basically it's a one two okay. three four one two three four and you're supposed to say something on the beats so you like say something so i'd be like jack 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 and it goes to you and usually i call you to say something else and so you're you're listening to the beats and you have to keep at the beat 
and you have to say whatever you have to respond to the seven so like jack what's your color and you have to like answer and then ask another question in the same beat and, oh, and i just man. failed at that every time because <laughs> yeah i'd never played it but all the, all the kids are really good at it because this is definitely a kid's game like i've seen the kids yeah. in the hagwans playing this game with each other and it's just for fun there's no drinking involved it's just it's fun yeah and and so drinking in korea is just it's it's a different thing it's it's no better no worse of course but it's not as social and well it's not as new social it's not going out and meeting new people of right. course it's still social you're still it's with about being it's a way to socialize with your circle of friends that you already have and you, you'll you'll right. you'll have and just like in america you know you have different circles right you got work circles you've got high school friend circles you've got university friend circles and but but that's what they do when they go out it's not it's not going to a house party it's not meeting at somebody's yep. house and getting drunk because, you know, when you're in your 20s, you don't have a lot of money to spend. But going out and drinking is much cheaper here than in the United States. Yeah, it's not, going out in the not bars so bad, is yeah. expensive. I mean, um, yeah, that's why I, that's seen... another reason we stayed home when yeah. I was in uni. It's yeah, it's like half the price. Yeah. Um, I mean, a, 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 a pint of Cass uh, when I uh, when I was a, a drinker, I'm a teetotaler now, but uh, it was two dollars and 50 cents for at the bar at the bar. Right. Yeah. Two dollars and fifty cents for a beer at the bar. That's what it cost. So you could you could drink, you know, 14 and you're still you didn't break the bank. You know what I mean? Like you're right. you're, you still have a little bit of money in your pocket to, you know, buy some duck bokey or mandu or whatever on the street, um, which was is good. You know, bar food after uh, it's fantastic you know, bar food. food. Yeah, it's it's the best. Yeah, Street food is great. Um, yeah. Yeah, it so help, so yeah. drinking with Koreans, drinking with young Koreans is is really fun. Um, older people don't really play the games quite as much. There, it's much more just hanging out, meet, you know, eating and drinking together and just you know chatting. Um, but I'm sure if I mean that's the same probably in the states. Is it like right once you get well, past thirty, I, but who, I think who really plays games? But there's also there's a a thing, and this is also getting into a, a tangent, but I think it's an important one. Is that um, the idea of, and we talked about this in an earlier episode, the huishik is like a work dinner. Yeah. And a lot of work dinners are fueled by just lots of soju and lots of beer. And it kind of comes down to like what the personality of your manager. So let's say you're working in a company and your manager, like your boss likes to drink. You better like to drink because (laughs) if you want your boss to like you, you need to become a good drinking buddy for your boss it's it's very um and and that's also part of membership training is like how can we get close to each other to create a a warm atmosphere of of closeness in this circle i have we're spending time together in this major we're spending time together i I do have a good yeah a good friend of mine is uh he went through the korean um his major was like physical physical education so like teaching pe and stuff like that Mm um and those majors apparently are are uh nefarious or are notorious nefarious. they're, they're yeah. notorious thank you yeah. for for drinking and really like pushing their members to like put it to extremes like more yeah. than other majors are yeah um and i remember talking to him about it one night and he said he's like oh it was it was crazy he's like the amount of shit that went down and the amount of things that people were drinking he was like it was it was insane um and i was like do you think it's a good thing and he's like he's like well i mean we drank too much of course but at the same time he's like i kind of think it was like i i got really close with everyone in my major all of my friends all everyone from that year like we are 
you know, like super close after that, mm-hmm. after we went through hell. Um, and, and I'm like, sounds like hazing. Well, I mean, it very much is hazing. Yeah. Um, You're talking about seniors and, and I'm, making I'm, freshmen underclass men um, drink a lot. Yeah. They basically torture the, the freshmen because we've seen them in our class. They come and they put they can barely stand up you know yeah when they and, come. and i remember talking to him about it and he was like he he almost said he's like i know because because these days they're starting to, there's laws now about things like that they're trying to get rid of some of yeah. that culture and so that's why we were talking about it and he was like i i he's like i can understand why they want to get rid of it but at the same time it's going to change the culture of the major it's going to change the way that the people interact and, and the way that the friends and everyone interacts with each other yeah. and and i'm like okay I, you know, I still think it's a good thing that they're getting rid of hazing but but i see what you're saying like there is that camaraderie thing that comes from drinking together and it's it's and, crazy but and by the way the yeah. the drinking age in korea is 20 which is 19 american age yeah so, 18 or 19 depending on your birthday korean oh, right here. because it's the but, first yeah. uh yeah i think my daughter my daughter was born in september she turned two on january 1st four months later <laughs> yeah so, yeah korean ages it, yeah I, so they were like how old is your daughter? she's two i'm like how could she be two she's not even one you know but uh, well, i think when it, they're that yeah anyway that's that's another well, i mean it, it was it was uh yeah there's neither here nor there but uh, i'm just i just worried like well then that means that she'll turn 20 she'll be able to drink when 18. she's like 18 and four months old or something like yeah that. which is, i mean and her... I, we couldn't drink until we were 21 is that same in right. arizona it's like a yeah federal, that's that's right? nationwide okay that's yeah, nationwide that's... 21 years old which would be 22 which in korea would be absurd because you would have missed all of this membership training and all of this time to yeah. get close you know and you would have missed out on all these drinking activities um and and uh and then by the time you're able to drink you're just ready to graduate they're not really just even about. doing that anymore but they've kind of grown out of it by the time they're seniors i think in university to some um, extent yeah i mean they're definitely yeah like the, the students that i've gone out with in the past it was usually at the end of the semester once class finishes and they're freshmen and, and they're like you know come out with us one time teacher and 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 it's, it's all you know they're they're they go they go crazy but of course and, and should we talk about how like I mean, you were talking about how much Korean people drink like this does. Oh, yeah. Like this okay. starts really young. Right. And so people do drink a lot here. And, and you said you found the statistic earlier. My my understanding is that Korea's like per capita drinking rate is quite high. Uh, but I haven't looked up the statistics myself. Yeah. At least not so, recently. So here's the top 10 of the. Uh, this is uh, What is this? The top 10 of like drink, like alcohol so consumption this would be per capita 30, or something? 38, or? like 36 liters uh, per uh, year is like the, the highest. Uh, it get, so 36 okay. liters of what? Uh, alcohol per year. So I'm, I'm guessing that means like, um, th- that means like, uh, let's see, liters of alcohol per year meaning like uh i'm assuming harder alcohol not just like beer but right i'm not sure what uh what they mean by alcohol in this uh yeah we'll talk about this in a second because i I think this is something that that skews this statistic um but i'm still curious go ahead what are are the top 10 yeah oh i'm sorry so they would say 0.6 ounces would be 12 ounces of beer eight ounces of malt liquor five ounces of wine and 1.5 ounces of 80 proof alcohol count as 0.6 ounces of alcohol. Okay, so they're so they're doing the math based. They're on... doing the math and and uh, and whatnot. And so the uh, the top ten countries with the most alcohol consumption is Tunisia is number one, with thirty six point okay. six liters. 
where, where is Tunisia? Is that in Northern Africa or something? Or It is, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. I asked that with a very big question mark at the end there. Um, Eswat- Do not quiz me on geography. I'm, I'm an American. Eswatini? I'm assuming that's also an African uh, nation. Eswatini. Again, do not quiz my geography. The Maldives. Um, okay. Yeah. Really? Where are the Maldives? That's number they're... three. Thirty-three point. Maldives is down south of. They're down south of India. That's that's really surprising to me because they're a Muslim country. There's like four Muslim countries on the top ten list. <laughs> it's gonna blow your mind. Number four, Afghanistan. Um, awesome. Thirty-three point. That's because American was there for so long. Then we're going back <laughs> to Africa. Namibia, thirty-two point four okay. liters per year. Then we're going. We're staying in Africa. South Africa, twenty-nine point nine liters. Although they, they've got a lot of violence. I can understand why people drink there, you know. I, I really I want to find where's the soul patch for Namibia at podcast. I want to I want to learn about Tunisia's drinking culture now. What are yeah, these? no kidding, man. 36.6 liters a year. That's almost like a that's less than a liter a week, but you, you gotta they're, they're, <laughs> oh. you, you, the, the outliers are the ones that are cranking it up, right? There must be just some psychos then that are just drinking. Oh, I mean, yeah, of course, that's how averages work, but yeah. still. Um, so after that, number seven is Algeria, um, and then after with twenty nine liters a year, and then Turkey, twenty eight point five liters. This one kind so of Korea on this list. Number nine, Iran, twenty eight point four liters, and number ten is Lesotho. I don't know what that is. I don't know if I pronounced it right. Um, Korea oh, is that's like a... way down. Go ahead. Sorry, really? Korea is uh, is actually after. Even after, even Russia didn't even make the top ten. I thought for sure Russia would be like in the top ten, right? The, so where's Korea on the list? What's, so what's the number? Korea the is like um, the numbers, but let's see. Um, they didn't. Oh, they don't list it. They don't rank they it. They didn't list the numbers, but uh, Korea is. Uh, let's see where. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I've it. seen statistics that showed Korea much higher. So I'm. I guess this makes sense because actually a lot of. I think that makes a lot more sense. A lot of the statistics that I have seen for this that rank Korea really high, they often are counting like, you know, total uh, volume consumption. Mm -hmm. And Koreans do drink a ton of soju over the course of the year. But again, soju is relatively low alcohol content compared to, you know, like vodka or whiskey or something like that. It's, you know, less than half. And so volume doesn't doesn't work in the same way i'm kind of curious like what are they drinking in tunisia like what is the right i wonder what they're drinking there so south korea uh, is average is 16 liters per year 16 liters per year 16 liters uh yeah so it's like what was the highest was 36 so that's it's it's less than half of what the uh number one uh, country was i would Um, love to know I i don't want to do the math right now because i'm terrible at doing math but uh, I, I'm curious what that breaks down to into like bottles of soju per year. Yeah, you know, I know that would be. Person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, this is funny though. Like South Korea and Ireland are tied at 16. Ireland is, whoa. you know, infamous for being a, a big drinking country. So I mean, they're, they're in good company. Yeah, they're, they're in good company. Right? Um, but they're yeah, because yeah, Korea is relatively. I think Korea is somewhat known for the drinking as well i remember when, yeah. when i first came to korea i remember asking like getting on the internet and just seeing like what's korea like what are korean people like and one of the common stereotypes that i ran into was that they drink a lot that, that korean people drink a lot here mm-hmm. um and you know because there's those work dinners and things like that and so i and i do think that korean people th- there is a lot of drinking here again i mean that, that it's everywhere you can buy alcohol in any store there's like you can drink all night long mm-hmm. um but I guess there's a, a 
I'm kind of happy to hear that they're not at the top. Actually, that's, that's, that's yeah, good, no, maybe. I, I think it, and I think that has a lot to do with, um, you know, the development of the, it just, I don't think you can function as well as, as a society with being number one on that list. You know, I don't, I, there's probably some dysfunction happening. I mean, Afghanistan, of course it's a, you know, um, speaking of functioning though, like something funny about Korean drinking culture as well is because like you were talking about how like the Hueseek, right? The, the drinking, mm-hmm. the, the work drink, the work party for lack of a better translation. Um, so a lot of people go out and they, they put it on, like they, they, they drink a ton because their manager's like, we're going to go out and we're going to drink a lot. It's a, it's a weeknight. Now this isn't like a yeah, Friday yeah. or Saturday night. This is like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And something that I think is unique about Korean drinking culture and something that I've never seen in the States is there is like go into any convenience store. There's a shelf, at least, if not one entire like, you know, cabinet of the in the the freezer, of of drinking of hangover remedies. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that's a thing here. Like that's a big thing here. Is like I'm hungover. Yeah. What do I? What, how do I get rid of this hangover? And you can walk into any convenience store and there's there's drinks where like it's just you know it's just a, a, a drink of vitamins primarily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also have you ever i don't know if you've ever done it but if you go into any pharmacy they have pills and stuff as well yeah, you can sure. just walk in and just be like i'm hung over and and they'll be like oh here and they, they hand you like a little pack of things like a buck and and you take one of these pills and again it's probably just like a vitamin pill right yeah, there's yeah. not much else to it it might something but, to coat your stomach maybe or whatever just yeah, coat your stomach, stomach and it and yeah. it like gives you some of those things that you're you're dehydrated out but <laughs> right, there's right. an entire industry of of hangover cures yeah in korea and and i mean that the I don't know if I never remember it when I was in as a student because you know I was young. I didn't really have hangovers in the same way as I do now that I'm older. Yeah, yeah. Like it, they must exist to some extent in the states, but but it's huge here. You can go in any convenience store, and there's just you know a plethora of them. Um, it's a weird part of the culture is that the um, you, you no matter how drunk you you get with your boss the night before, you got to go to work the next day, and uh, and I but, think but that- he or she will be there as well. Of yeah. Course. And, and so you have to, I, I don't know if it's genetic. I mean, I heard there's a comedian, uh, this uh, comedian I like named Bert Kreischer. And he talks about the, he says he has the Mickey Mantle gene. The Mickey Mantle gene is the, uh, you know, gives you the, it's like a superpower. Basically you can uh, drink all night and you can get up and run ten uh, K in the morning. I mean, there are people that are oh. built like that. I just don't think yeah. most people are, are, are wired that way you know it's just uh yeah, and the older sure. you get the worse uh the oh, worse God. it gets uh so yeah i mean I, I really feel sorry for someone that has like a young uh manager who's uh into you know doesn't want to go home or for whatever reason uh makes you go out and uh and do the huishik, the work dinner every night i do wonder if, like, how much because i know like in the in the university like i was saying that the the hazing culture like a couple years ago i remember seeing in the news that they were trying to clamp down on it legally mm-hmm. they were trying to clamp down on things i wonder if if Huishiks are slowly fading as well um, well the government i, don't know, I think I don't they have started the wednesday like wednesday evening like wednesday is like family day so they can't make oh, you okay. go out on it so on wednesdays people would leave on time you're supposed to go home and spend time with your family so there is there is a a, a pushback by the government to try to remedy some of this there's also there's also like uh like uh some universities had some scandals maybe like 10 years ago where some mm. uh um, i think it was like i am trying to remember what the story was but there was like a story where uh someone uh in a in a, like a management position made an uh uh, uh 
what, what do you call it? Like a lower ranked a worker in the office do hmm. like a couple shot, you know, where you, you hook your arms oh. around and right, elbows. Right. And, uh, but the, the person who was uh, forced to do that uh, said that was a um, uh, humiliating experience and, and, uh, and, and uh, I think uh, filed a, a claim, some sort of like, uh, you know, some sort of uh, yeah so there, there is some pushback yeah. to that kind of forced drinking culture in in korea which is a good thing of course definitely mm-hmm. um and so maybe there's like i i don't have too many friends in in business you know jobs here and of course in the last year and a half i don't really know what's happening outside and drinking because i just haven't been outside drinking in the past year and a half anyway yeah um, yeah no so, I, I yeah but it, yeah yeah but covid is coming I mean, down which is good yeah I mean, I think the, um, yeah, I mean, I think in America, the, uh, um, I mean, here, here's the thing about, about drinking is that I know there, uh, there's like this, uh, this archaeologist, um, I, I don't know if he's from the US or, or UK or whatever, wherever he's from, but um, I think he, he uh, decided to do, you know how they, uh, when they, uh, archaeologists want to learn about a, a culture, a society, they try to find like a, a dump, like a, and they dig through the garbage oh, the trash. The, yeah, yeah. yeah like looking through the trash so this guy had the idea i'm going to do that for uh modern people and see oh, what i find okay. and what he discovered is that we ridiculously underestimate how much we drink like mm. if you ask people how much do you drink and then you he digs through your garbage and finds bottles you dramatically underestimated how much you actually drink you know and so I, I think uh, I'm just wondering, I don't have any uh, sort of uh, uh, proof or anything, but I'm, I'm curious. I think in America, COVID has, has like home drinking is up. I'm imagining people are drinking more. Hmm. They're drinking earlier. They're drinking, you know, uh, more regularly because they're home more. Um, I wonder in Korea where it has such a liberal, like, because you can find alcohol anywhere, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like special or naughty to drink at weird times here as much as maybe it would in america i i mean do you think like i guess what i'm trying to get at is that i, think, I would say as well that yeah. I, I do think drinking here is is drinking a lot of times like so i would often have like i just i'd often have a, i come home from work and i'll have a beer with dinner like a beer with dinner because mm-hmm. i enjoy beer and i want a beer with dinner and my wife and my mother-in-law would often be like you're drinking a beer almost every night i'm like i have literally a beer last night like I had yeah maybe almost every night this week uh, a few years ago I like yeah I had a beer but it was literally one beer every night yeah and that's it like I'm, I'm getting nowhere near way to I, do just it. Enjoy, I just yeah. enjoy beer whereas and that was seen as kind of weird they were looking at me like that's not healthy um so it's like drinking kind of has a time and a place here yeah, I think, yeah okay. a little bit more yeah yeah um, there's right, there, right. it's it's not so much people don't just drink just because you like the flavor you don't just want to like sip on some wine you go out and you're drinking because it's social. It's because it's a drinking night. It's because you're going out with friends, and that's that's what you do when you go out and drink. And 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 drinking is something that, like, if anyone whoever's listening, if you come to Korea, I mean, if you don't drink, that's cool for you. But if you do, you will find no no hardships in finding people or places to drink. And if you're living here, you yeah. know what this is like. And you can and, you can crack and, a beer and you can walk down the street and you're not going to get harassed by police. I mean, there that's the thing that I think I you won't get harassed most. by police, but you 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 might get some frowns from oh, really? people you, like they, that uh, look down. Uh, okay. I mean, especially if you're yeah, walking up. Yeah. 
if I mean, even not still, like just still walking. I think these days even more so, but it depends on the time of day. I guess it really depends on the time of day. If it's in the middle of the night and you're on home day and you're walking around with a beer in the middle of the street, no one cares. But if it's like, you know, five or six in the afternoon and you're walking up the street, you're walking from your, even just from the subway station to your house and you like crack a beer on the way, people are going to be like, oh, that's weird. Um, yeah, I guess there and is. And so little you can shaming, open a beer on the know. street and not get, and not get harassed by cops, which is nice, but it's, it's still not like it's not something that people do <laughs> right like, there's, right, there's drinking right. places a, you know there there i guess the Although, social pressure of like the embarrassment or the shame is what keeps people in yeah, line you still drink as, uh, maybe we just where, don't have as much shame in, in america you know where i, I mean uh, like you know like it's legal to drink well it was i'm not sure about the current laws i don't think this has changed but i know that there was nothing illegal about drinking a beer on the subway right okay. here in korea yeah. um i've never never seen you never tested it though well i've never seen a korean person drink beer on the subway oh, okay. i have seen foreigners drinking beer on the subway yeah sure um and this is because you know they're coming from the states and they're like i can drink beer in public and and so they do yeah um whereas korean people don't do that unless it's like the one crazy old drunk dude who's like passed out in the corner of the subway and they're just yeah the alcohol shamed the, anyway the um but yeah. no like people that i see drinking on the street although i mean you can sit outside of 7-eleven which is another thing that i love you can just sit outside of 7-eleven and like have a pint yeah they set up picnic um, tables and you can you know, yeah no, your that's, own that's bar. A, a yeah. cool nice fun way to sit outside with friends and save some cash and but again that's at like a drinking place like just walking up the street although you can walk down the street drinking a beer no one's going to stop you it's it's not exactly like something that people do right okay yeah, yeah. That, fair enough fair enough I mean, I think it's it's like um, I think for a lot of young people that are coming over here, uh, it can feel like an extension of university, you know, except you have a little bit more first, freedom certainly. and a more liberal, uh, you know, when it comes to alcohol consumption. And it's like, you know, if you're an American, yeah. if you're an American coming here and you, and you enjoy drinking in university, then, yeah, it's a step up because now you can drink anywhere. It's relatively cheap. You can drink all night long. It is definitely a step up. And you don't have to drive um, anywhere. You don't have to worry about it. If you live in Seoul, you just take the subway, you know, I mean, you stumble yeah, on. No, there's, there's, yeah. there's definitely that. And, and yeah, have fun with it. Be careful, be safe. Yeah, but, no but, kidding. But I mean, it's, it. It and, can and learn easily the get out of control though. That's the other thing is I yeah. think you have to really like um, put some rails around it. Um, and, you know, cause I just, I feel like I wasted so many years, like, uh, you know, chasing that, you know, the fun you know yeah and like i mean like like anything that you do you know when in rome right when in korea if you want to go drinking all night fine find some korean friends and go drinking all night do it, do it the way the koreans do learn how the drinking games work learn how the koreans keep sober or or, or drink themselves like you or what what you know of those hangover beverages they're drinking you know like have have yeah. fun with the korean people follow their style of drinking um and and yeah drinking is a thing here and and again if you don't drink that's fine but if you do korea is is a great place for you you will find no no shortage of places to drink so yeah it's it's a it's it's everywhere it is here and it's something that we needed to talk about like it's a big topic yeah yeah drinking in I, korea. I, I think we i think we handled it fairly based on our you know experience and and uh you know um and and i think it's like anything it's it's uh it's it's cultural you, you you know it's it's a it's a different and even within america i think there's you know 
um, within different states, it's, uh, it, it's changed so much in the last 20 years. So, I, you know, for a lot of this is... Uh, and in Korea, too. I, I yeah. do think things have changed. I'm curious because, again, I, I haven't been out with students in a very long time. And I think the older I get, the less students want to invite me out to hang out with them. At the end of <laughs> yeah, <the> semester. sure. <laughs> um, and so I don't know if the same drinking games apply and if the same type of culture yeah. applies. I, I don't think too much has changed with the freshmen because, you know, they're new into college and they're like, let's go out. But it'd be interesting to see. And, and once we go back to, 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 to normal life, it'll be fun to, to drink again with, with them occasionally, a little bit, a little and let bit. them go out for each other. And I'll, I'll just go out and have, <laughs> have drinks, dinner, and then, and then I call it from there. First step and, that, and but... go home. Yeah. That's yeah. The, that's the way and to so, do it. Yeah. So for, for our each out tonight, our, our listeners can, can have a, a glass of soju out of their own. Cheers. Yeah, no kidding. Cheers. Come back. Come back um thanks for uh you know thanks kev that was a great uh a great chat today um thank you to uh, our listeners out there um we uh, appreciate all the uh you visiting the patch uh weekly and uh you know where to find us on all the major uh platforms stitcher uh we're on pandora i believe spotify apple podcasts of course um if you want to do us a huge favor you can uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts that really will uh, bump us up a little bit, get us uh, seen or listened that to. Five by... star button. Yeah, yeah, hit that five star button. Um, and if you want to watch us, uh, I, they, I I read something recently that said twenty uh, percent of people listen to podcasts on YouTube. So is it worth? We are. Know, we are here. Is it worth doing a YouTube channel? Was the was the question? And he said, Yeah, it probably is worth it. So we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's the Soul Patch Podcast. Uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, hit subscribe. Hit the like button for the video. And uh, yeah, we will. And uh, you can always uh, visit our website. You can, you know, you can find all this, uh, all the links to everything at thesoulpatch.com. Uh, soul is spelled S-E-O-U-L. And if you want to uh, send us an email, you can contact us at uh, thesoulpatch at gmail.com. Again, uh, the soul s e o u l patch at gmail.com send us an email your favorite and, uh, drinking game here in korea yeah yeah I'd tell us like you know tell us we're you know we're old and we're out of touch with the uh, drinking culture in korea because we're you know it's a couple of uh are you because we are you, hit, you got 40 though right are you did you hit the in korean age i am damn it korean. oh you're on the edge of the uh you're standing on the cliff you're ready to fall over yep. into uh, the 40 abyss Nobody cares. Yeah, After 40, it's all, what did Chris Rock say? It's like, um, no one will, will uh, ever call me young again unless I'm, unless I die or I date Cher. I think that's what he said. Um, <laughs> so those are that's the only way you're called young again. Um, all right. Uh, thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next week at the patch. See you next time. Bye-bye. Later. All right. Nice. Did it, man. We uh, knocked it out in a little bit over an hour, I think. I like to pay a couple respects to the people that made me what I am today. Got some gear. It's all my love. It's all my love. The quiet man. It's all my love. It's all my love. Dopamine. Jim. It's all my love. It's all my love. It's all my love. The brain. It's all my love. Bobby, let the bass go.